Okay, okay, I may be a day late, but I'm never a dollar short in these podcasts, I don't believe, nor do I feel shortchanged. What a segue by ROH this week. Well, the main event is stupendous, and I didn't expect it to be. So that's a really good plus point. The first matchup is not what I'd expect either. What they've done is they've put everybody who's ranking outside the top 10, I think it is, it's a bit unclear, in the ring and said, let's have a battle royal. And the winners can, the two winners can fight each other at some point in the future. We don't know when. And the winner of that match can decide whether they want to be in the pure tournament roster or the TV tournament roster. I think they must be rosterless. All this, imagine being rosterless. Ooh, you get some cream for that. It's a bit of a mess, to be honest. And they have to put a graphic up which says that the, the, the two final combatants are the winners. Yeah, because it's not really explained very well. Caprice mentions it just after, but the rules are a bit a, a bit nebulous. Okay, it's a battle royal. So over the top. And both feet hit the ground. Pins and, and submissions don't count. But it, it's all right. BCO's in here. He was a champ recently. It looks like it looks like all these people are kind of not champs, but chumps. You know, see what I did there? I changed one letter and it really changed things, you see? I think this language is a beautiful thing. And then you've got Mike Bennett in there as well. Dutch is out with Bateman. Of course, they're in that stable, aren't they? Slams Bennett with a black hole slam on the outside and Matt Taven comes out to take him to the back. Come on, I'm not going to give you a chance to get back in the match. Yeah, he, he might have got better. They might have left him alone and he might have hooked up. I mean, look at Dominic Mysterio. He's got such fantastic... No, I, I know that was just a work. Anyway, so he's out the match. I, I'd be a bit cheesed off, really. Some of the, I mean, it's it's a it's a battle royal, so you're not going to see great moves here. Some of the high spots from this are Danhausen getting dumped out, putting on an El, an El Generico mask to get back in again, and being immediately dumped out. <laughs> That's nice. Joe Keys gets some good eliminations here. There's a really bad moment, and I hate what they're doing here with PCO. He malfunctions again in inverted commas, jumps through the middle ropes onto nobody. Not good. Gets back in, hits a lovely buckle bomb on LSG. That's very nice. And in the end, the ending's quite good and tight. And LSG and Keys work together to dump PCO out. They are the winners. So it's elevating people who um, may not have had an opportunity so much. And that is great. It's just that you had to use established names to get our interest. Dalton Castle's on commentary saying, you know, I'm, I'm captivated by this. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure about that. He does, of course, say, I'm really busy and I have to go somewhere straight after this. I'm really delighted to be here, but I need to go straight after. That's really nice. I love that that bit of shtick he's doing. It was all right. Elevating those two, as I say, is brilliant. Just a shame people like PCO and Mike Bennett had to be shown, had to be shown up to do it. Okay, next we've got a six-man which is uh, Primal Fear, who have been around for about um, five years, apparently. Have I missed them? I think I have. And Shane Taylor Enterprises. It's for the six-man championship belt. And the great thing is here that Shane Taylor Enterprises work without Shane Taylor. 
because Primal Fear have a great game plan. You get the you get the head of the serpent and you try and decapitate. Although Taylor gets a big punch into Omen, they don't half get him down. They hit a nice double team backdrop on him. They kick him out to the to the um, the outside. And there's a lovely moment where Khan is just looking out because his partner Moses has fallen off the off the the um, the apron or been pulled off the apron, and um, you can see uh, the you could see primal fear just swarming around, really looking for the next thing and attacking, ignoring Moses and attacking Taylor. He stays out most of the time. Khan hits a nice sweet jackhammer off the top. It's beautiful. And then they hit their finisher, which is the which is the lovely side of Moses throwing the man up. Khan hitting the net breaker. They win, and they did it without Shane. Now, will that feed in? Shane rolls in, looks at them. They hand him his belt. He looks at them and says, "Yeah, well done." Whether they will remain faithful adjutants? Let's use that word again, adjutants. I've not heard that word for ages. So glad to have used it. I don't know. It might feed into a, we can do this without you. We might, we might want to be a tag team. They're both very good, Moses and Khan. Similar, but with different body shapes and they bring different things to the ring. Good match, this. Segwaying into a match I wasn't too keen on because sick and tired of Josh Woods doing so well in the pure tournament and then being sidetracked by all sorts of things, losing all over the place. He's a forgotten man. And this this thing with Silas Young, um, when Silas Young attacked him at the pay-per-view, Silas Young's got a point. Nobody would have bothered with him if it wasn't for Silas Young saying, OK, let's tag team together or let's, you know, let's get together. He's kind of got a point. And he's cheesed off. He does a promo looking really dishevelled. One side of his collar, his shirt collar's up. Could you not have said, Cut, can you sort your shirt collar out, please, Sile? Can you do that, please, Sile? Just put, push it in. <sighs> I don't know whether he's supposed to look, look dishevelled. I have no idea. And then Woods, it's really nice. He sells it so well. They said, can you tell us how you feel about Silas? And there's just him selling this hatred. And showing us the hatred for about two or three minutes. Then he just shakes his head and walks off. It's really well done though. Beautifully internalised stuff. And the match was a beautiful thing as well. Young attacked Woods early. And then hit loads of old school moves like um, like the uh, body scissors. Which Woods bridged, bridged into for a two because he can do all that stuff. Then an abdo- abdominal stretch. A, a young abdominal stretch. Really old school. It was countered. Young got it back. Woods hip tossed him out of it and drove him to the buckles. Young hit a twisting anarchy suplex for a long two. Then he hit a victory roll, sprung up to try and to try and jump on Woods, but Woods grabbed him, hit an O'Connor roll. Young blocked it, hit an, for another two count, and eventually there was a Woods armbar and showing his superior ring generalship and wily experience. Young got his foot on the ropes, both to elevate him, to take the pressure off the armbar, and also to push the shoulders down, and he got the pin. That was a beautiful match. Wonderful. I mean, I didn't think Young could really go like this. I really didn't think he could. I didn't think he could. I mean, I know he can do it in the ring, but I didn't think he'd do it here. 
and he really did. He dominated Woods. He showed that Woods was can hit some good moves, but he has the experience, and he outthought him, and out sports entertainment wrestled him. Beautifully done, and absolutely right that he won with a little bit of subterfuge. He walks away saying, you know, you're not the best man here. And Woods will want another match. You know, he was looking daggers at him. If looks could kill, he's a dead man walking that young. And I'm sure that Woods will win a rematch. Or maybe they'll have the best of three. I'd like to see that. Because this had some really good, smooth moves, old school stuff. Not a lot of grappling, but really not a lot of high spots either. Not just meat and potatoes. Real power behind this. Real intention behind this. Counters. Beautiful thought in the ring. That's what ROH is all about. That's what the, the handshake is all about. Code of Honor adhered to. I love that phrase. It just brings us back to the tradition of wrestling. And when they try and do that hokey stuff, it really doesn't work because they are about wrestling. And that's what that main event was about. In sharp contrast to the first match, which was hokey stuff. Concentrating on that main event and the wrestling will bring me back to the table week after week. And because of that, it was a four out of five. Some of the best wrestling on the planet, when they don't mess about with it. Ta-ta.